0: the fuck is going on everyone i'm val and i'm kayla and this is 20 what podcast happy belated valentine's day my sweet valentine
1: you too my sweet little strawberry ew i didn't like that
0: (laughs) (laughs) i felt
1: like a creep
0: yeah i feel like we're the type of friends that like i will literally take a bullet for you but don't hug me oh my god
1: yeah hugs are disgusting i don't like when people really hug me i hug my dog but that's pretty much it
0: what are you drinking right now
1: oh i'm drinking a white blend i don't i forget what the name of it is but what are you what are you drinking
0: I'm drinking um, this blueberry cider. It's called Ricker Hill Maniac Blueberry. It's literally so dark, like a Malbec. And if you <gasps> can ever find this, it's from like a main brewery, I think. If you can ever find this, folks, I swear to God, it is literally like drinking juice, and three glasses later, they're you a little
1: drunk. You're a little drunk at pants.
0: You're a little bit drunk and the mouth is a little <laughs> bit purple, but that's okay. That's
1: okay. That's all right. So uh this week's episode is gonna be a little bit about a little bit about everything. Everything in the world of dating, whether it's yourself or other people. It's a hard time of year, cause you know, Valentine's Day, especially mm-hmm. with the pandemic, which is already so isolating within itself. I think this Valentine's Day might have been a little extra hard for some other people. So If you're one of them, keep listening, and hopefully we can make your week, make your day.
0: Let's call this Val and Kayla's Guide to Being Single.
1: Yeah, I love that. Like, Ned's the Classified School Survival Guide, Only Single.
0: But surviving being in your twenties and being single as fuck when everyone around you has a ring on their finger or a baby on their arms, or I don't know, I know a girl that has three babies on her arms and great for her. They're beautiful babies. I'm just not there yet.
1: Exactly. And I, I feel like that's a good point really to start with is just seeing other people's life process and how they're living their lives and not comparing yourself to that We're obviously, we're all individuals. We are all unique in our own ways. We all have our own life paths. And to compare yourself to other people is just really unfair. And it's easier said Mm -hmm. than done because I do it all the time. Um, However, it's, you just got to think of it like some people are at the point of their lives right now where they're getting married or they're having kids and it's working for them. And that is awesome. I am so happy for them. But then there's a lot of people like me. And you, Val, who we're not ready to get married. (laughs) We're not ready to have any children yet. But that's also so okay. There is nothing wrong with that.
0: Yeah, exactly. And comparison is the thief of joy. I'll say it. I've said it once and I'll say it again. Like, you got... Once you stop comparing like your outtakes to everybody's highlight reels comparing the stages of life that other people are in because other people have different situations than you yada 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 I could go on about that forever but I agree comparison no no go but let's get into like let's that narrow time it down. down yeah within itself yeah not holiday like february is creeping up on you and you're just like ugh. if you're single it you're supposed to dread it for some reason but, you know, as a girl whose name is Valerie, <laughs> Val, I have always just called it Val Day. And it's just another okay. day out of the 365 that is about myself.
1: You saying that kind of reminds me. So Valentine's Day, Val, is all about you. Okay, that reminds me of mm-hmm. that one thing where people say, like, you should treat your significant other like it's Valentine's Day every day. So I feel like I feel like that statement is a little harsh and a little rude. Do you think that that should be- Well,
0: people say the same thing about Mother's Day and Father's Day, but literally that's kind of the point of a lot of those holidays is to just, obviously, we're supposed to be showing those loves every single day. And I feel like the people who say, well, you should be doing that every day- usually are the ones who aren't
1: okay i you know i totally agree i think that that statement saying you should treat your significant other like it's valentine's day every day and valentine's day is just another day is really unfair because, you know, everyday life gets in the way sometimes. Like, people work. People are busy. Like, even when you're in a relationship, sometimes you get a little busy to, like, you know, have some fun time in the bedroom or, like, go on nice dates. And I really love the fact that Valentine's Day is a day. It's like, okay, this is February 14th. Like, this is a day specifically for love and specifically to for me to go a little bit extra and show you that I care about you. And I, I just think that statement is stupid. And if you live by that, like shame on you. I think that you should go a little bit above and beyond that when you normally do because we don't always have time to go above and beyond.
0: I agree the only thing that I really have for disdain towards Valentine's Day my biggest qualm with Valentine's Day <laughs> it has nothing to do with the chocolates or the teddy bears that always have those really stupid hearts attached to them like I, like this I kind of have sensory issues and like I hate the hearts like I just want the fluffy bear because cardboard yeah like any sort of like cottony thing i don't want that my mom gave me a stuffed bunny and she goes oh i'll fix the tail for you i go no mom never give me a cotton ball again she stuck a (laughs) fucking cotton ball on the stuffed bunny as if she doesn't know her own daughter february 14th okay people are gonna fuck on valentine's day yeah
1: oh i know where you're going i know exactly where you're going with this
0: i don't want more scorpios i knew
1: it oh my god how did i know (laughs)
0: fuck on february 14th they're born on november like 12th no Uh uh-uh all gucci no more scorpios next so basically it came from the times of the romans and back in you know the good old days um from february 13th to the 15th they celebrated the feast of lupercalia and so the men sacrificed a goat and a dog and then they would whip women with the hides of the animals that they had just slain
1: okay so
0: the romantics were drunk they were naked and young women would line up for the men to hit them and they believed that this would make the women fertile and so all of this, like this brutal feat would include a matchmaking lottery in which the young men would draw the names of women from a jar what? and they would be, you know, coupled up for the the remainder of the festival or longer if it was a good match. Um, and so that's kind of where valentine's day came from and also emperor claudius the second executed executed two men both named valentine on february 14th huh um and so that's kind of where the name
1: those val from. those uh romans are ruthless eh?
0: yeah, well, yeah. i had no idea and then when, like, Shakespeare came along, like, he sort of romanticized the holiday even more during the Middle Ages. And now it is a billion-dollar holiday. Oh, and, like, yeah. Over $17 billion I'm were spent in, about 2010, in 2010. In 2010 on Valentine's Oh, it's definitely Christmas more now. It's trade. way
1: more now. No doubt about that. Yeah, and in
0: 2011, it was $18.6 billion. That's a lot of fucking money.
1: Well, kind of speaking of being single, um, did you know that today was Single Awareness Day?
0: You know, I am single, but I was not aware.
1: I I wasn't aware either until I went on the internet and I was researching for this podcast episode. I saw that it was Single Awareness Day. And, I mean, there's not much to it. It's just kind of like single people were a little bit bitter about um, Valentine's Day. So, like, we're going to make the day after Single People Awareness Day. So, I, I... I, I fuck with it, I guess, but I feel like being single has a lot of negative vibes towards yes, it. Yes, like, yes,
0: I was just going to say that. And it's
1: like, people make it seem like single is being a bad thing, and I personally, I don't think it's a bad thing. But also, like, I've been in a long-term relationship, and it was wonderful, but also being single is not a bad thing. And I think you'll soon realize as we go on with this episode and how we can, if you, if you don't agree with us, maybe we can teach you how to make yourself feel like being single is like the best thing ever.
0: I love dating myself. I Mm -hmm. think that you are so right. And I'm, as I'm thinking of it and I could just be word vomiting, but I feel like the concept of, you know, being single means that you need to be bitter or being single means that you aren't successful is so like rooted in misogyny oh my god you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like the idea of if a woman isn't single there's or if a woman is single by the time she's 35 or 40 there's something wrong with her she's a spinster blah 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 and, you know, and the like, same thing goes for men. Like, men are, like, some people will look at, like, a 45-year-old man who hasn't settled down and, like, scoff at him and whatnot. But, like, it's a good idea that maybe, like, some, someone can unpack more intelligently for me. Like, is there some sort of misogyny behind this stigma of being single? Oh,
1: there, t- you, you know there is. There totally is. I don't know the details yeah. of it, the nitty-gritty details, but there is a 100%.
0: Like, oh, there must be, like, oh, well, why haven't you had found a man yet? Or, like, first of all, bold of you to assume that I want a man. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, like, I am so fucking happy by myself right exactly. now. Exactly.
1: And it's, like, people just assume they see, you know, two pretty girls like us. Like, oh, why haven't you found a significant other? Like, you're so pretty. It's, like, did you ever maybe stop and think that, like, I'm not trying to look or look for something, like, that I actually really enjoy being single and I enjoy my own company and I'm just so content and happy with myself that I don't feel the need to be in a relationship like obviously I'm at the point in my life where like if someone comes along and I meet someone and it's a really great opportunity and you know we fall in love oh my god I want to throw up oh bleh. and like we begin to date I'm not going to turn something like that away, but also I'm not going to sit here and cry myself mm-hmm. to sleep every night because I'm single. No, I'm actually going to sleep pretty well mm-hmm. because I get all my bed to myself
0: and it's wonderful. mundo. And like I, you and I will definitely get into it. You and I very much are different in the dating field. Mm-hmm. Like we very much just like are different in that aspect but at the end of the day, you and I both have one thing in common and is that we are never gonna like settle. Yeah. Well, sometimes I have, but you've pushed me in the right direction and been like, now oh, you're doing oh, it. Oh, I've
1: settled before of- too. I'm not I'm not perfect.
0: But we know our worth yeah, at the end of the exactly. day. Exactly. And we don't define like our success in where we are in our lives right now by our relationship status. We want to make
1: that very
0: A 147%. Being single, let's get rid of the stigma around it. Like you don't need to be bitter because you're single. You don't need to be hoeing around just because you're single. Like, and you, especially if the women listening, like, have your fucking career if somebody has a problem with you not wanting to get married or have kids either right now or ever that's on them for thinking that your sole purpose in life needs to be a milkmaid fucking childbearing Mm. domestic woman yep feel about couple posts like valentine's couple <laughs> posts. i feel like i find out like oh you're dating what <laughs> yeah
1: i usually like don't usually care but i feel like this year i got a little bit annoyed i'm like i, don't know, I w- i'm not bitter that i'm single at all but like i just every single post was like all these people like the bad bitches like come on Apparently fuck you and your I didn't boyfriend. even
0: realize until like We are talking, I didn't even go on Instagram yesterday, probably because I was working all day, but I literally didn't even see any of these posts.
1: I I feel like this is the part where we can transition over into the actual, uh, act of dating. So, like, you know, to celebrate Valentine's Day with a significant other, you gotta date first to get there, because if you don't date, you're not gonna have someone to celebrate it with, so... Mm-hmm. I think,
0: or you know, you could just find a random and be like, Happy Valentine's uh,
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, eh. <laughs> but I feel like the biggest yeah. point I want to say before we even get into this is to always be kind to yourself when it comes mm-hmm. to everything, but obviously, right now, specifically dating, because that's what we're talking about. Um, so many people out there and there's so many good people and there's so many shitty people and I think it's important to know your worth and know your values so when you are looking for someone you're not settling because like I said there's a lot of shitty Mm -hmm. people out there I've seen so many people in toxic relationships and sometimes I want to think that like this might stem from the fact like I think like why how did you get into this in the first place and it might stem from the fact that they are not comfortable with themselves and they'll just settle for like the first person who comes along and I just think just knowing your self-worth and loving yourself mm-hmm. is the first step into finding someone to be in a relationship with.
0: A really big that I give to like, like my, one of my really good friends the other day was going on a date. It was the first date. And she was like FaceTiming me, getting ready. And she's like, oh, I'm so nervous. Like, what if he doesn't like me? And I go, take a step back. And I want to add, like, this is what you need to do when you're going, especially on a first mm-hmm. date. You're going to catch yourself thinking, what if they don't like me blah 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 blah. I want you to take that thought and throw it out the window stop worrying about what the fuck they're gonna think of you and go into that date thinking am I gonna like this person Mm -hmm.
1: there you go flip
0: that switch who gives a shit if they like you on your first date especially if you met them on tinder great thank you next if you don't like me thanks for the free dinner exactly
1: and that's the point of dating it's like you every person you go on a date with you don't have to have some long lasting relationship with and be like oh yeah this is the yeah. one like
0: oh i fully Yeah agree.
1: that's the point of dating is like seeing the kinds of people you like and see- stop
0: worrying if you are good enough for them and start worrying are they good enough for bang, you Bang
1: bang but a bang boom
0: How do you like like to date like how do you what is your like how do you date Kayla do you even date like how do you feel about this like,
1: <laughs> Honestly like right now I don't date and I don't really for the pandemic, I never dated much. It's because, so, I feel like our whole society within dating is just always on dating apps. And I have nothing against dating apps. Like, I honestly, I wish I could use dating apps, but, like... I just I prefer to naturally meet people. And like I said, it, it, it's like impossible right now. Like unless some random dude was to walk into my bathroom right now and be like, hey,
0: I really hope he, I doesn't.
1: Hope he doesn't either. But you know what I mean? So like, I, I, it's hard right now. But for me with dating apps, I feel like there's so much pressure when it comes to it. And it makes me really nervous. It's like, you are on the dating app and you're messaging back and forth. And every intention is to date is to go on a date. Like there, that's the elephant in the room. That's what we're all here for. And that makes me nervous. I feel like that adds a lot of pressure to it. So it's like when you're going on the first date, yeah. it's like, Oh, we're both here to date. Whereas it's just like, I meet someone out at a party or a bar or its intention is not to date you. My first intention is to like, okay. Like, hey, what's up? Like, I don't know you. You don't know me. But, like, maybe we can get to know each other. But, like, not date or maybe date. Like, it's not the first thought. Mm-hmm. And also, I feel like meeting people online, you talk to them for so long. And you get, you have time to type something out. You can delete it. You retype it. Like, you can portray yourself.
0: You can text your friend and be like, what do I say? Exactly.
1: You can portray yourself however you want on the internet. So, I am basically my first impression of you are the pictures that you post and what you say to me and you might be a really smooth talker and whatnot online but then like when I meet you in person I might like what if we get into a relationship and then I realize like oh you're really shitty like oh I, I just I have a fear of shitty people I guess and then I feel like meeting people in person for the first time You can pick up on, like, their mannerisms and their quirks and just, like, the little things about them, how they, like, function a lot easier, if that makes sense. Like, and that's why, like, it just makes me really nervous about dating apps. And, like, I wish I could just, like, a dating app and be like, hey, like, let's go on a date and go out with someone. But, like, I just, I could I can't find it in me to muster up the courage to do that.
0: I get that. That is totally, totally valid. Dating apps in themselves are just, like, a whole different world so personally I don't mind dating apps obviously I've had like multiple partners off of dating mm-hmm. apps I mean like dating partners and like just i never a one-night stand but um like I've, I've dated off of dating apps Um, I think that they are definitely I've had I had Tinder when it first came out when I was in like high school. And I've like seen the evolution from like Tinder to Bumble Mm to Hinge. And I know for me, I like am not proud to admit this. But I think that I I know I'm not the only one that dating apps have really just become a place for a constant cycle of external validation. I agree.
1: I totally Um, agree.
0: And that's why most people use them it also scares me because a high percentage of people on dating apps are already in a relationship yeah I feel
1: like i should add one thing really quick i i still go on dating apps sometimes to like mess yeah. around so it's not like i've never been on a dating app before so if yeah. i'm chiming in and i'm like relating i'm not a i don't live under a rock i have been on dating apps i've been on all yeah, of them for sure so dude
0: i get it i have I'm speaking like this, and I literally downloaded Hinge this morning, checked to see if anyone liked me <laughs> or anything, didn't see anything I liked, and I deleted it again. Because you can, like, keep your account. Yeah, go through phases
1: with it like that, too.
0: I literally, it is literally just a cycle of me deleting them and redownloading them. And it's low-key, like, kind of toxic. Feel like we should just throw out dating apps altogether. together. Mm-hmm. Because you're totally right. It gives us these unreal expectations, and I feel like when you're in this dating app cycle, you're you know constantly getting that high from a new person and this new praise and the excitement of a new person. Mm-hmm. And then we've forgotten how to be in a stable relationship. Like people have forgotten that it's it's not going to be that exciting all of the time. Mm-hmm. But dating apps may give you that little that little high all of the time, and that's what people are looking for. And it's literally it's funny our dating culture because you say
1: that because I'm like anytime I download a dating app it's like sometimes I just want a little bit of extra attention and that's like the external validation but it's like I know I like I never act on it and like meet up with these people I'm like okay just tell me I'm pretty like a couple people and then I'm good I'll delete it for another couple months but you're so right
0: I will say though that I when I was speaking like that I'm mostly speaking from a heterosexual relationship standpoint but also as a queer person, I have dated both men and mm-hmm. women off of dating apps, and I've had the experiences of being on a dating app as a queer yeah. person. And it's very different, especially obviously with COVID. But even before COVID, like, uh like as a woman loving woman, it's very hard to meet other women loving women. It's hard to like be able to spot exactly them in the wild, unless you could go to a gay bar, which obviously can't. No, go and I now.
1: and I that's something I can't relate on, and I don't Where know am I how it to works. Go?
0: I can't go to Home Depot. Like, I don't, I don't really understand. I don't know. Um, but like, so in my experience, when I, when I have it set preferences to both, I get mostly men and I'll like get like maybe two women in my setting. So I usually have my dating app set to mostly women or always women, unless I want some external validation. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But in general, like that's where women like have had to meet each other for a mm-hmm. long time and i i've met like some pretty cool girls on dating apps i've met one girl who like i would if she listened and like you know who you are you like taylor Swift, <laughs> and I, like, I still will cuff you in a heart
1: all of the experiences i'm talking about have been with men so it's like that's enough yeah. within itself i can imagine I, what the whole yeah. dating woman aspect it's probably a little bit easier probably a little bit more comfortable yeah. i like correct me if i'm wrong
0: I mean, Oh, for sure because even like honestly as like a teenager when I was like starting to figure out like maybe I'm not straight I would literally be in like lesbian chat <laughs> online which was low he was like probably not safe but like I That's was okay. like trying to explore and like find other women like that felt these same things that I felt um granted I was like way too young to be doing those things but I do oh, half
1: of time. us have done things when we were younger that we were way too young to do it's fine
0: <laughs> yeah but I will say that, like, overall, women tend to be much more forward mm-hmm. on dating apps. And don't get me wrong, like, there can be shitty men and shitty women on oh, all yeah. these things. But, like, I feel like a lot of the experiences I've had with women matches is they'll be, like, within the first, like, long conversation, they'll be like, so what are you looking for on here? And if I'm like, I, I would like to find a partner, yeah. and they're like well, I'm not really looking for that right now, but, like, are you okay with something casual? Like, it's just the communication is literally already there. And then
1: I feel that. like at the at the same time also, like, when it comes with dating men, like, a woman, you have to be careful, and you have to protect yourself. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that when you're dating woman, a woman, dating woman, too. Like, you should still be careful when you're meeting mm-hmm. up with strangers, but I feel like there's kind of just, like, that we're both women here. Like, you have to stick together. And Like I said, correct me if I'm wrong, you're the one who dates women. I don't. But I just feel like... A little bit more, like a sense of relief that, like, you don't have to worry as much.
0: Definitely, like, I still have my location turned on for literally any internet meetup. Oh, of course, meetup, of course. Obviously. But I am a little bit less nervous when it is a woman. Well, I'm nervous. Yeah, for exactly. Reason, that I'm nervous for meeting a yeah. guy.
1: Now, this is going to be the fun part of the episode. This is going to be the fun part where we get to talk about dating yourself or taking care of yourself and just, you know, making sure you're the best version of yourself.
0: I'm always the best version of myself, so I don't really know. Like, I can't really relate. Um, <laughs> but like, what do you do? <laughs> just, <laughs> how, how do you take care of yourself? As you,
1: just said, <laughs> as you were as just, just so talking so about how you're not doing yes. so hot. Um, so, well, so, I, in my
0: defense, the listeners don't know, but I just had another death in the family. So, yeah, I'm not doing so hot.
1: But see, some of these things you can maybe do and to take care of yourself. So I'm going to start off by talking about my ultimate spa night, which I have done um, probably like three times in the past like eight days. I've been obsessed with taking baths. I like to say boss. I like to take boss. Um, But I've really like curated it to be the best experience for me as I possibly can. So I usually have I fill the bath up I have bath salts bubble bath bath bombs like everything you can put in the bath it's in the bath. And um, I also get wine, some weed. It depends on the day. Sometimes I'm like, I don't want to drink. That's also a form of self-care is like maybe not drinking if you're drinking a lot or whatever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I candles, I turn all the lights off. I have an LED light that I stick in the water and then that makes the water a different color, which is super cool. And I have a tripod that I stick to the wall and I put my phone on it so like I can lay down and look at it. And I usually watch, I've been watching Kendall Ray. I mentioned her. A couple episodes ago she does like true crime on YouTube but like I just relax and I watch her and I you know I listen to her and I close my eyes and I make the bathtub literally as hot as it can possibly go so I'm like boiling like a lobster I'm like I love it I'm like yes um and then after this I do this for about like 30 minutes and then I go on to my shower and my shower, it's not like a regular shower. It's like the ones where you're like in the shower for a really long time, like getting everything done. So like um, shaving, I have this in shower body lotion that you put on and then you rinse it off. It smells so good. Um, and I continue to listen to the true crime shows through my shower speaker and I uh, exfoliate, I shampoo, I condition, like I literally do everything. And then once I get out of the shower, I lotion myself and I usually end the night, you know, just relaxing, watching more Netflix or Kendall Ray and just like laying around. And I just, I always feel so much better at the end of the night when I do this. So I've done it like four times in the past like a week.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I Loathe bats.
1: Not for everybody.
0: No, no, and that's, like, but the thing is, like, I love showers. Also, you're poor. Like, if you had to pay a water bill, like, you're poor water bill if you're doing this, like, eight times that's a That's true. Thank like, God yeah, water
1: is included in our yeah. rent.
0: <laughs> yeah, thank God. I was thinking, I was like, oh, yeah, she doesn't pay her water bill. She's fine. Yeah, our water um, bill
1: included. So, I'm like, I'll do this No, the I
0: love showers, though. I feel you. Like, I, mm-hmm. especially when I was in quarantine, like, I know for some people, like, their anxiety or depression, like, they it there. sometimes it's just really difficult to take a shower yeah exactly my, um anxiety showers help me a lot showers mm-hmm. are the one place where like I can just breathe I have eucalyptus hanging on my shower head I've done that
1: a few times
0: mm-hmm. and it's really good for me I can't do baths mostly because like my body temperature like I'll be really hot and then i will be cold and I'll be bored and I just like I don't know what I I can't do baths also like I feel like I have like a sensitive magic conch shell and I feel like um, <laughs> the bath bombs would give me a joy. I would
1: say, I would challenge you because before when I used to take <laughs> baths, I would get really bored and I would get in my thoughts and stuff, but I've learned to kind of put my phone down and relax my brain mm-hmm. and close my eyes and just almost like meditate and just like disconnect. And it's not an easy thing to do, but like you really have no. to like send yourself and that's like, in the bath, that's my time to just, like, relax and, you know, close my eyes, listen to whatever I'm listening to, and just, like, disconnect. And it definitely took me a while to figure out how to do that.
0: I have a stand-up stall shower. Like, I can't have these luxurious showers. It is a struggle to shave my legs. I look like the woolly mammoth, and that's fine. You should
1: get those, um, those things you put on the wall, and you can put your foot up on it. You can, like, suction it to the wall, and it's, like, a ledge to put your foot on.
0: I literally thought those were for shower sex.
1: No, they're for shaving your legs, you sicko. Oh.
0: <laughs> I thought it was so like you could get a better position.
1: <laughs> no, they're for shaving your legs.
0: This shower sex is hard. I don't and overrated. Ah, yeah,
1: I know it's overrated. If you ever want to do it, don't.
0: Yeah, don't. And like, no always heard cold. Someone say that? Yeah, and so I once heard someone say that they thought shower sex prevented you from getting pregnant <laughs> because the water washed <laughs> wash away <laughs> the sperm. <laughs>
1: Sex Ed 101 with Val and Kayla.
0: What else do you do to love yourself?
1: Um, uh, Let's see. Uh, Seeing your pals. This is a good one. So, oh, this is more like for, not for dating, but like this is, I'm going to like narrow it down to dating. Like just because you're not in a romantic relationship, it doesn't mean that you aren't in a relationship. Like I'm sure being in a romantic relationship is wonderful, but I am such a firm believer that your friends especially like your long lasting friends and your good friends are so much more important than any relationship you'll ever be in. Like no man can come into my life mm-hmm. and replace any of the friends I have. Cause all the friends I've had have, I've been friends with for a long time. We've seen each other through thick and thin and nothing is ever going to change that. And no man can come in and change that. So like I will, even when I was in a relationship before, like I made it so, I made it such an important thing to me to prioritize My friends over my relationship, and he got mad a little bit about that sometimes. And I, I probably shouldn't prioritize him as much as I did, but I did what I did, and I don't regret it because we're not together anymore, and I still got my home dog. So
0: exactly, I think everybody in their lives at some point have experienced that friend who just drops off the face of the earth the second they get in a relationship, Mm -hmm. or they're that friend that's in a toxic relationship. And time and time again, you're telling them like, "Baby." what are you doing? And they just don't listen to you. And and then it gets to the point where you're like, well, I'll just go fuck myself. Then you're not going to be friends with those kind of people anymore. I don't know. I appreciate how loyal you are to your friends.
1: Exactly. I, I love my homies, but it's just like, it's Oh, same. It's also just being self-aware too. Like just knowing your worth and knowing the people you have around you and just be like, being able to recognize the fact that like people are going to come and go in your life, but yes. you need to just remember who is there all the time. Like who's here for the long haul. Like you can't, you can't get blinded by the love. You can get blinded by the light. Like you have to remember, like your home dogs got your back.
0: If you are in a relationship with someone and you're treating them better than you treat your friends or you just notice my friends aren't texting me as much now that I'm like literally hanging out with Charlie all the time, like maybe do some self-reflection. I I I understand how easy it is to get lost in the sauce of love. Trust me. I am as much as I hate to admit it. I am a fucking hopeless romantic, Mm -hmm. but You can't do that. And I've definitely done that when I was younger. And like, even a little bit in college, like I was so focused on like my relationship or like being in a relationship or finding love that like, I like didn't realize literally what I had right next to me. Mm -hmm. And like, at the end of the day, like none of those boys or girls, like none of them matter. Exactly. No sense.
1: Like I'm. I hope you're doing great. But <laughs> but like in your life and your current situation, like you, you're not even a little grain of sand.
0: Do you have any other
1: like self cares? Oh yeah. Um. Just like some small things, like listening to music that makes me happy. I'm always listening to music. Like it's just like a, a source of you know dopamine for me. It just uh, mm-hmm. at Ariana Grande. I'm always listening to her getting ready, taking bad bitch pictures. That's like one of my favorite things to do. It makes me feel so good about myself to get ready, get my tripod and take some selfies, getting creative, whether it's like with TikTok or, you know, painting or making something with resin and, you know, just like things that make you happy, you know, and those are just some small things that make me happy. Yes.
0: One of my favorite ones, which is ironic because I was going to go after work, but then I was just really tired is the gym. Yeah. Like, The gym is my ultimate self-care. It's been my outlet for a really long time. Obviously, the Rona boy this past year has gotten in the way of that big time. Uh But I have created such a better relationship with myself and my mental health and my body. And my mental health has definitely taken a toll this past year. And a lot of it is the pandemic, but also my lack of you know, access to a regular gym schedule. And for me, like, I can't work out at home. Like, it's just really hard for me to, like, separate it. Yeah. So the gym is a really big one. Um, Taking care and finding a motivation to work out or move your body that is other than trying to look good. Like I genuinely go to the gym because I want to feel like a strong badass bitch. Mm -hmm. Grow that juicy peach. Yeah, a little bit. But -hmm. mostly like I'm going there even if I have to drag my ass there because I know that I'm going to feel better when I leave.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's just like it's it's such a positive and healthy coping mechanism for whatever you're going Mm -hmm. through. You're you're sad Go to the gym. You're anxious, go to the gym. Like, you're happy, go to the gym. Like, it's, it's, there's nothing Mm -hmm. negative will come out of the gym.
0: Okay, one of, so you said being creative. I also enjoy being creative, but I, I'm not very good at drawing or anything. But also, you don't need to be good at drawing or any sort of artistic outlet to enjoy. Exactly. So let's, let's let's like denote that denounce that altogether. Mm -hmm. I love to sing I'm not the best singer you're you're Um, such
1: a good singer shut the fuck up that's like my first impression of you when I first (laughs) met you I was like this girl's voice sounds like a combination of Fergie and Jesus
0: (laughs) (laughs) no I think it's also because like I went to college and like I was an acting major I was friends with a bunch of musical theater majors who was like also like very well-trained singers Mm -hmm. and I like I for me like I don't I never really wanted singing to be like my career or anything. It literally is just an emotional outlet Mm -hmm. for me. Like if I'm ever stressed, like this morning, like, I literally just sang in my in my bathroom just to calm my nerves for a second and to feel closer to, like, my uncle who passed away. I sang a song that I knew he loved. And was I tearing up by the end of it? And, like, I could barely get the words out? Yeah, but it ultimately gave me such a, a moment of peace in that moment. Yeah, and also
1: feeling your emotions like that is so okay. And, honestly, it's healthy. Like, it's, it's okay to cry and it's okay to feel your emotions mm-hmm. like that. And if singing that could help you feel these emotions, like, then awesome i'm glad
0: yeah i love to sing so even if you suck like stand in the middle of your room and just fucking hold a concert i will oh, literally I stand in the middle of my room and i will sing no background music just belt into a bottle of perfume sometimes <laughs> and pretend it's my microphone um and i'll just sing my neighbors probably like fucking hate me in the summer when my windows are open but i don't really care i love that i
1: like singing too i, I got microphones for christmas and I, I,
0: I oh yeah i
1: told you guys about my showers i mean my uh, spa day baths but my regular showers look very different from that my regular showers uh look like a concert and i um i they sing really i do. sing very loud i'm not i'm not as good as val i suck every once in a while i'll hit a note and i'm like oh shit but for the most part, I'm <laughs> pretty bad. That's right. Okay.
0: <laughs> I really agree. Like, art is literally for the soul. It's not always... It doesn't always have to be for other people. Exactly. I don't know if anyone knows this about me, but I love games. Oh, I know this about
1: you. Every other sentence that comes out of your mouth, you want to play a game?
0: Yeah, I really do. <laughs> I love games. Um, And so that brings me... I love puzzles. Yes. I do puzzles all the time. I have so many puzzles in my house. You come in my house and you'll literally see I have a box full of boxes. Of puzzles. My grandma's house looks um, the same. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and I, I just like um, puzzles for kind of the same reason that you like baths. Mm-hmm. So, like I don't look at my phone when I have a puzzle. Um, sometimes I'll literally just put a timer on my phone and then like put it face down, put it on some like This is so cheesy, but I listen to Vitamin String Quartet, (laughs) which is that, like, classical band that they had in Bridgerton. They're, like, just like a classical cover band. And I'll literally listen to classical covers, and I'll time myself (laughs) doing, like, a 150-piece puzzle. And it's so fun,
1: that's so funny i I actually do listen to classical music sometimes too, not when I do puzzles, but like just sometimes it relaxes my dog, so sometimes I'll just lay there with him and I'll listen to it, and I'll like relax myself too.
0: Puzzles are ultimately a game that I can play with myself <laughs> and. Straight- <laughs> Of playing with myself. I was like, this is a perfect opportunity. Masturbation, baby. Get a vibrator. If you don't have a vibrator, or a dildo, or a butt plug, or whatever. you have a, a butt plug? I don't know. No, but I kind of want to get a new one. I used to have one. Also, you if you have a butt plug, you need to have some lube in that little sex drawer of yours. But there's no shame in some butt stuff, Kayla. There's not at all. Stop, stop king shaming me. No, I'm not. I'm just laughing,
1: because I didn't know you had a whatever. butt plug. <laughs>
0: I don't have one right now, but, like, I would buy one. I do not even know
1: how to use a butt, butt plug. Way.
0: Well, I'll buy you one, and I'll shove it up your ass. <laughs> <Consentually. laughs> Are you okay with that?
1: Um, it depends on the day, but I'll let you know when it comes up.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me know. I'll let Just give me some consent. Well, I'll be Give me some um, consent
1: and some lube, and we'll be good
0: to go. And we'll be good to go. <laughs> I'm so sorry that that just happened. Um, But, no, but seriously masturbation is, it's a taboo thing, but like, come on, it's fucking 2021. It should not be a taboo thing anymore. Well,
1: so one thing I do want to say about that is, um, you see a lot of these influencers now who are being sponsored by this one specific toy. It's like a suction toy for your clitoris. (laughs) Um, but, I I like how there are these influencers out there who are talking about this, like really big, like Aunt Tana Mojo did. There's a couple smaller ones that I watch. But like, I, I like how people are like, like all Gabby DiMartino, they were all talking about it and like trying to normalize like the female pleasure. Who gives a fuck about me? Oh, yeah. Just kidding. Um, but no, I, I think it is taboo. And I think it has I, even I get a little squirmy and like uncomfortable talking about that sometimes. But that's just because it's so taboo. And I wish it wasn't. I wish it wasn't a taboo. Like, I'm not going to say much about what I do it because I be don't something want something off to. in
0: my noggin because I literally feel comfortable talking about like 95% of topics. Like, I will tell you all about like. The fact that, like, my pink vibrator, I'm pretty sure that I've used it so much that it's, like, dead. You know we you have an iPhone for too long and it starts not working yeah. and the battery starts dying? Yeah, that's happening to my vibrator. My <laughs> vibrator because I literally, during quarantine, used it so much. And it's like rechargeable. It's not even battery powered. Like, and I'll charge it for like hours, and it just or maybe doesn't do the job. I have a, a tolerance. tolerance.
1: Yeah, you built up a tolerance to it. You need to get a stronger Is that one. Why
0: nobody can make me cum. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um. Yeah. So one of, my, but to be honest, like a really good, relaxing night. I, I would love taking a shower and like smoking some weed and like still staying in my towel and then just like not even changing and getting on my bed and literally like. T- like just, you know, doing some self-love for a good, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, especially stoned, like, especially if it's an indica, I'm kind of having a body high. Okay. You know, if you're starting to feel, like, if you have some sort of intimacy issues, like, you know, you're kind of scared to be with other people, you don't feel so comfortable or sexy with your body, like, I really do encourage you to start, like, Playing with yourself solo, like explore your body, like get to know what you like, get to know what feels good. Like, there is really, really no shame in the masturbation game. And it really is such a stress reliever. People who masturbate a healthy amount are not a healthy amount, like as in a lot, but like a healthy amount as in a reasonable amount. Mm-hmm as long as it's not taking over your life, it's actually pretty good for your mental
1: health. I'm I'm glad that, like, you're so comfortable with talking about this, because I feel like, <laughs> I feel like that you're really, you spitting some good facts out there for people, so I'm glad that you have the maturity level, not saying I don't, I'm but, like, in the confidence.
0: Yeah, and I'm, yeah, I'm glad,
1: I'm glad you are, and I hope someone can learn something, and maybe, like, you know, f- find out some, you know, new fantasies about themselves or something. You never know. Oh, for
0: sure. Try out that butt plug. You go. I- you go. Baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Peg your boyfriends. Everybody peg your boyfriends. Let us know. Send us a DM. Be like, Val and Kayla, I pegged my boyfriend. We will send you a free shirt. Okay. Yeah. Peg your boyfriend. But also, I want, like, video proof. Not of you doing it. Not of you doing it. You but I want, bell. like, you to... I will, no, absolutely not. I'm not asking for solicit, like, no, no. Um, but just make your boyfriend send a video with him, like, both of your faces just in it and say, hi, my name is, like, Sean. My name is Jenna. We just, I just pegged him. Can't wait for my free shirt.
1: I, I just realized I forgot one of the things that um I yes. do for self-care. Um, so going into a little, a little something, uh, going into something a little bit more innocent, um, animals. Um, I know not everyone has animals, um, but like, if you ever get the chance in your life to have an animal, and I've said this plenty of times, but there's been so many studies out there that like proves like that petting sitting next to or playing with your pet, it gives you it, it decreases anxiety levels like depression, it just gives you a chance to relax and calm your mind. And honestly, I'm such a huge believer of that. Like, I got I have my dog and my roommate has a dog, the two doggies and honestly, like, They're so good for my mental health. Just like being around them and being in their presence is just enough for me. And also having another being that is Mm -hmm. counting on you to, you know – take care of them. It helps you hold yourself accountable. And then sometimes like when you're, when I'm doing things for them and I have to take care of them, it sometimes reminds me to take care of myself. You know what I mean? Like it's, it sometimes it just mm-hmm. reminds me it's like, okay, like I'm putting all this effort into taking care of these cute little furry beings. But like, also I'm a cute little furry being and I need to be taken care of as well.
0: I wish I could have a pet. It's something I'm you honestly, will at some point. Like, okay. I have a few other like uh, self-care things. I'm just going to kind of fly through them um decluttering and like cleaning yeah
1: that's one of um, mine too cleaning
0: is a form of self-care Uh huh. taking care of yourself and your space is 100 percent a form of self-care uh-huh. like, especially if I feel like my life is a mess and I need a reset I'm gonna deep clean my entire house my car and I'm gonna come out of that day feeling like a brand new woman
1: exactly because then at the end of the day when it is time to wind down and relax I feel like Maybe not everyone feels like this, but having a messy space makes me more anxious and it makes me feel oh, more yes. on edge. So I think going that extra step and having that clean space, it helps you relax and feel more calm because it's like in the back of my mind, like, oh, my God, my laundry, it's been done for two days now. and Like, I have to put it away. Like, that kind of makes me nervous. And I'm almost like, ah. yes. but yeah, I agree.
0: And the acting, the for me personally, the act of cleaning in itself, like, having a cleaning day where I get to just, like, listen to podcasts, like, true crime podcasts, or, like, blare my happy music all day, or sing all day, get high and just fucking clean. Mm-hmm. I love wiping shit down. Like, that to me is, like, uh, that's a fun day in itself, and that is self-care. Oh, I agree. I love cleaning, um, too. I- I also get my nails done about every three weeks. That is a routine self-care checkup that I have. Some people like to get their eyelashes done. Mm -hmm. I also get my hair done like once every few months. Um, But, and like some people get their eyebrows. Mm -hmm. I get my nails done. I go to a lady who it's only 25 bucks for a job. It's really not even that bad. Um, but I also, I, I work and I serve with my hands. So I, for, if I'm at work and I know my nails look disgusting, yeah. like, I don't like, I just don't feel my best. I want to be presentable. So you know what?
1: It's funny you say that. Cause it's like, I used to get my nails done all the time too, but I found it to be actually bad for my mental health more because, oh. um, I would get my nails done and when they looked good, I was fine. But as soon as it would chip, It would drive me insane. Mm -hmm. Like, it would just, like, looking at it would just drive me nuts. And I would just get in my head. I'm like, I would just hyperfixate on it, which is which is a very big symptom of ADHD is hyperfixation. And I would just, like, hyperfixate on it. And I'm like, oh, my God, I need to get this done. And it would just, like, fuck with me. And I, like, I have to stop getting them done because when they chip and I can't go right away, it just drives me insane. It's just, it's weird. That's just how, like, it made me feel. It was just a a little quirk. No, that
0: makes sense. Honestly, maybe it's just the lady I go to is magical, Mm -hmm. but my nails don't really chip that often. Sometimes at work, they'll, if they're, like, on the longer side, they'll break That happened, and that's when it sucks.
1: Yeah, that drove me nuts, too.
0: I never understood the, like, drama behind a broken nail. I was like, oh my god, shut up, your nail broke, shut up. But low-key, like, if you spend that much money and, like, then all your nails, you have to cut them down to the same size. And they just don't look the
1: same. There's one nail that looks stupid, and it, oh, yeah, it drives me nuts.
0: Yeah, no, it is, it is, it is a little frustrating, for sure. Um, And then I think, last but not least, one of my favorite things to do is a summer thing. Um, But nothing for me beats the happiness of driving on a warm evening in the summer, right, during sunset with the windows down, barefoot and no it's actually not illegal to drive barefoot um i recently found out i always thought it was illegal but i don't think it is um and the music just like all the way up the wind in my hair a blunt in my hand just kidding don't um smoke a drive, kids and just like driving and then going to watch the sunset that is probably my biggest form of self-care during quarantine i did that literally almost every single night i would get in my car just drive barefoot at sunset mm-hmm. and i would go watch the sunset and like just like breathe and like yeah. have that time and honestly i was doing really like uh, even though quarantine was rough i was doing See, really i well did the same
1: thing time. only obviously i don't drive but like i would get on my bike at sunset and i had this spot i would go to it was on a hill and i was like looking over the Charles river and i could just it was beautiful and i just watched the sunset so like i, and I brought some weed smoked and did the same thing And it was, I love doing that. And
0: one of the places I would go to, the one that I busted your brother for being at that one time, (laughs) um, every night at sunset during quarantine, there were always people there. And sometimes I saw the same people there doing the same thing. So I think we were all on the same page, like, all right, we're, we're going to have these mundane lives for a few months. Like, let's find this sprinkle of beauty in that every day. That we don't usually, we, uh, most of us during sunset time, a lot of us are at work or, eating dinner or doing something we don't actually get the time mm-hmm. to like take out of our day to watch a sunset yeah. every day, day you know and so that was really beautiful but yeah those are the things that i do to love myself and i am very much single right now and i'm very okay with if being single if you're a brunette with I mean, Kayla. Kind of <laughs> if you are a brunette with tattoos, <laughs> though. long hair a uh, cute girl no has spring, a butt plug on handy hit me up shut <laughs> up all right with that being said where can you find us on social media? you
1: can find us on uh, um instagram twitter and tiktok at 20 what
0: pod sexy you can email us at 20 what podcast at gmail.com or go to our website if you have any butt plug stories or something that you want to butt plug or swear, <laughs> um, at 20 what hell yeah brother yeah and we um we hope you're living your best single life or a happy relationship life but whatever you're doing just be authentic and yourself.
1: love yourself and be kind to yourself and what that being
0: your 20s yeah no. oh, sorry i was just gonna say that your 20s are literally all about figuring it out and it's what the what fuck is going on single <laughs> yeah like we don't know what the fuck is going on. The, the 20s yeah 20 but no, anyway <laughs> with that being said we had so much fun today and we See will. You
1: next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Bye. 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 Why do you always do that? Literally,
0: why can't we do You this always week? wait
1: until after really? I say it. <laughs>